outside. He hasn't had many the last few weeks. Yeah. It's running that he hasn't had any sleep.
is it's not it's, we got to be careful with that. Just make sure we, we, we've got to not get sucked into that idea. It is very confusing and it's very messy if we're not careful because we get enamored with it. We get enamored with the altar call. We get enamored with people coming forth. We get enamored with numbers. And I remember having an evangelist and priest here a number of times a day. And he was preaching in my home church when I was a kid in Ohio. And, and he preached every night that we had, I, I don't know, but it seemed like 50 verses of just as I am every night. And, and finally people start going forward. And I remember my dad getting his newsletter after that revival service and talking about a small town in Ohio that he was doing a revival that 25 people came forward and made decisions for Christ. Well, that was easy for him to say five states away. But living there in that small town, you know how many people? came back the following Sunday at those 25? One. You know how many people came back at those 25? Two Sundays later? None. We never saw them again. Why? Because he was emotionally manipulating people to make a decision and one of my family members was one of them. Praise the Lord, they did get saved later. But it was a false repentance. Jonah chapter 3 gives us a beautiful And, and we are going to see here not only a follower of God repenting, we're going to see what it looks like when a non-follower repents, and we're going to see what it means when God says he repents. And so let's dive in here to chapter 3. I want to read it. We're going to see what God has for us from this chapter this morning. The word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, the great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I did thee. Now the way this is written in the original language is this is, a, this is a term of command and expecting immediate action arise and go. And so God said, now, Jonah, go immediately. And what's Jonah do? Jonah obeys immediately, verse 3. He arose and he went unto them according to the word of the Lord. Now you also notice that Jonah did not get his strength. 
accomplish the fact that, that Jesus came from God and he believed that God was in him. But Jesus didn't look at him and say, well done, if you, if you believe, I'll see you have heaven. South Carolina, but there was 
by it. You know, we're close to the ocean, so there's usually a breeze which helps a little bit. But it's so far away, we've hardly ever seen it. Yeah, that's the They're on retirement. It's, you have to be 55 to buy a house. So it's over here. Which that's, that's been good because they're active all the time. And lots of friends that are all about them and stuff. So that helps, I think. But uh, they're just so far away, we don't, we don't have a relationship with them. This was the man that if you walk into his courtroom, you would die that quickly. In a couple weeks. No one would expect this thing to humble himself, especially for a God, because he was God. And they looked at him as God. And now he recognizes who the true God is. So we, we make statements, you know, make the Lord, make God, make you know, the Lord of your life. In this statement where, where he takes off his clothes, remember David and Jonathan? Jonathan took off his robe and gave it to David. What was he acknowledging? He, he was acknowledging then that, that I have no right to this throne and I'm relinquishing my claim on this throne and I'm giving it to you. This king takes off his robe. What's he doing? He relinquishes his throne and saying there's only one God. So, so is there a making him the Lord of my life? No, no.
humanidade 